When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What's going on, motorsports fans? This is Jared here with the Beta Garagist. As always, with me is my brother Brett. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing? And today we are really excited to have Ken Bear back on the show. He's hey back. He's, He's back. back. He's yeah. back. Third time for Ken. Um, definitely our most frequent guest. But we really enjoy having you because when we get into these larger shows, and we assume that this is going to be a larger show, um, we really like to bounce these ideas off you when they start talking about contract talks and money and and where things are going and from the driver's perspective and somebody who's been in in the game, um, try to understand like why people make the choices they make, kind of things like that. But yeah. first, but first, I really wanted to go over um, pretty much something that just seemed to it, it was rumors at the end of 2020 that that. Um, that this was going to happen, but it seems like it has taken off in 2021 here, and it is it is a final decision, and everybody's been talking about it now, and Twitter is literally in an uproar, and that's NBC Sports Network um, going away at the end of 2021. So right now, um, my first thing that I read was they're switching everything, and it's going to Peacock, which is NBC's new streaming service. Um, at first, I was like, oh, great, another streaming service I got to pay for. And that's pretty much what Twitter has seemed to say about it as well. Everyone on Twitter is like, this is BS. Um, NBC's going into the garbage, which they're not. Every other CBS, all the other ABC, they all have their own streaming networks. So mm -hmm. NBC was going to get on the streaming platforms. Yeah. It's just personally, I, I miss just having, I never thought I'd say this, but I miss having commercials on network TV and just like paying one bill, which I didn't pay the bill at the time. My mom probably did, but paying you, you probably paid bills. But <laughs> I remember you had to get up and actually turn the channel. Ooh, there was right. no cable, you know? <laughs> but my thing is like, I, I miss like just being able to like turn the TV on. You don't have to worry about streaming service. And I almost, I, I enjoy streaming services and I have streaming services, but it's really starting to kill me. Like I, I just, I like everything. You have to have a different streaming service. You have to have a different app and everybody wants their own money. Right. And then, by the time a password for each one, it you know, starts to become yeah. And by the time you're password like one, right? By the time you're ready to really do anything, like it's it's just it's in my opinion, it's just getting out of hand with these streaming services. And but Netflix it's the future. Is the, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna change anytime Netflix soon. Netflix is the, the worst future. one, bro. So well, Netflix started it all. Twenty dollars right. a month now. It's up to I think. But Netflix showed the entire world that people were willing to pay monthly. Um, amounts for service and then the rest of the world is just following along so let's take everything. a walk back in time okay Before, when you were little kids 
We're going to get to motorsports. No, no, that, go that, ahead. When, yeah, let's talk about this. When Netflix used to actually be something they mailed you in the mail and you didn't right. know it. And back in the, the day when they started talking about all this, so as a racing fan, as a racer, I had this vision. Oh, man, this is going to be great. There's going to be like 70 cameras placed around a track, which is, is at Indy, but not at every race, right? right. And all the, you could be able to <laughs> log on and go to your computer and, and pick a camera, and it could be anything from the SCCA is going to have, you know, there's going to be this whole ability for a small fee and a little bit of, of your time. You can be totally immersed in the race. Right. And guess what? That didn't happen. No. All they, you got was the, um, the Kentucky Fried Chicken version right. where they battered it, fried it, threw it on a greasy plate, and this is what you're paying for now. Right. You so could the, have gotten a lot right. for what they're doing it, and the technology they have. If you thought you could log on and you could see every camera and the telemetry and hear the drivers talking to their pits and you right. could be fully immersed in the race, buddy, charge me. I think I think greed stopped that, right? Well, you, yeah. If you put if you put think about it this way, if you had one application or one 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 media service that had Formula One, IMSA, all the main stars, and, and all then of that, you could go on. You could log on to that. You could pay monthly there, and you could watch everything on there. Would blow up, but everybody wants their slice of the exactly. pie, and that's never going to. How about this? My son has this new race simulator, which <clears throat> he's pretty good at. I suck at, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know it's the kind that clips the, it's not a fully immersible you know there's if you ever watch the guys there's guys that actually wear art and senna's suit yeah. and they have the whole race simulator With the gloves and yeah stuff. yeah and i'm like dude yeah. i wouldn't want to wear it i didn't want to wear it at the track or you want to wear it in the house you know <laughs> well there's air conditioning in the <laughs> right house. right and he's got all the, the the pedals are all set up they'll have the same hydraulics as a car it's not just fly by wire they have the hydraulic pedals and right right so think about this you have your setup and now you're in you can put the what we just talked about on the screen. You can be in the race while it's happening, yeah. picking camera views, literally racing and pitting. You know, you could literally bring the fan. And you, but I, have you ever watched esports racing series? It's a and and it's amazing to watch. Um, I wouldn't say it's always the most entertaining. However, the the camera angles that they can get are just phenomenal, and you wish that they would be able to replicate it in real life. And of course, they can't. But right. I mean, talking about cameras all over the place, that's what these e-races right. allow you to do. Right, if there was a way to meld, e that's a, I mean, I guess I just, duh, you know. If there was a way to meld e-racing with a really true yeah. uh, electronic connection to the track through video, audio, and everything else, then maybe... One day, we'll you know what I was, yeah. what I was thinking is like... Um, well, that's what we thought it was going to be when this all, yeah, yeah, 20 years, 10, 15 years ago. In, yeah. in, in the United States, what we're accustomed to is... Um, White bread racing I'm just <laughs> is is these racing series. You know they they have these these TV contracts, and NBC comes out, NBC shoots it, or Fox comes out, and Fox shoots it, right? And it's Fox announcers, NBC announcers. Now, what Formula One does is, um, yes, they have the contracts with Sky, for instance, for their English coverage. However, the cameras and all the production. Is Formula One operated? Right. They own all that video. They have total control. Now, back in the day, if you watched those old races, it actually was um, each country they went to handled the TV production. I thought they and, did and that Formula still. One. Nope. I didn't Formula know that. One has complete control. <laughs> they over might the, sub. They the might cameras. rent cameras, and uh, who knows? Maybe they fly the cars and all the teams over there. They fly their. They, they do. fly their whole. It is the Formula One camera crew. They wow, own it, they shoot shot. it. 
when 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 we say well, they're, they're when the we're sitting there saying chase you down for using any of their clips it's right. every single every single um tv provider that that or all right let's use sky as the example okay when you're watching what sky is watching every single channel around the world that's showing formula one is showing you exactly the same right. thing because formula one is showing it to you and then it's just the different voices over right, the, the top different, right the different voice for, but it's yeah. the same across the board there's Good no point. sky has this and sky italy has this and channel four has that it's the same for every single country every single channel that's formula one now should indycar invest in doing something similar and not having to deal with what fox or nbc is doing well they're just contracted they contracted out listen when you go to the racetrack when you go to like a Miami Grand Prix or something like that, the people that are running the racetrack back in the day, that wasn't even the guy. If Ralph Sanchez was putting on the race, they bring another company in, like a Penske company or another company, and they bring in the they they organize the corner workers. They bring in all the radios. They bring in the the um, the stewards. Everything comes from an outside company. All Roger um, Ralph Sanchez did was say, "This is my track." And I'm gonna build this track, and I'm it, right. all that stuff. I had friends of mine that be coming in town. What? Well, yeah, I'm working for this subcontractor or that subcontractor. So they didn't even have their own people on the track. The Indy car, the Indy cars, are, or the or the GTP cars back in uh, Miami Grand Prix days were just showing up with their teams. It wasn't even the promoter's job. Yeah. Now there's multiple. Look what's happened since then. There's kind of been a consolidation in racing business, right? All of a sudden, Penske owns Indy. He owns this track. You know, International Speedway Corp owns this track, this track, this track, and this right. track. And so now they can probably do it economy of scale. But, I, but, I a, think uh, it's but, because, a, but a guy like Sanchez or maybe an, yeah. uh, or um, whoever's doing the Long Beach Grand Prix, something like that. They don't, They you know, some other tracks. Yeah. I mean, you, if you listen to the old races, you hear all the time, oh, the local TV director cut away, yeah, or let's exactly. see if the local TV director we'll come will, sh will come with this and show us Dude, this, also, where that's not the Formula case One anymore. Formula One still does that occasionally, don't they? Bro, I listen, think, no, Formula, I that's what I'm saying. I think Formula One learned from that, and now Formula One does it all themselves. Yeah. I almost had a brain aneurysm last night, because the Rangers and the Penguins went to a, went to a shootout, and MSG, their own channel switch them off the shootout and put the Knicks on at the start of the game and put them on MSG plus to make you change the channel. I'm like, dude, a shootout's going to take five minutes. You couldn't leave it on there for going to Well, you, but, you know, nope, the story behind, you remember the story behind the Heidi Bowl, right? No. Oh, Google that. Heidi, I think it was a playoff game or the Super Bowl, and it was like two minutes left. And this is back in the fifties <laughs> and Heidi was coming on. So right at the, like, like the teams on the two yard line, they're going to, and they switch it to Heidi. <laughs> And uh, like everyone's like, what? You know, well, we had a contract. Heidi comes on at That's nine, it. nine contract, it is. Man. That's rough. It's all about contracts. Well, let's get that, back that's to that's changed. Let's now, get back man, to what, what's going to happen with NBCSN because I did, I did do a little bit of research. I was really pissed off because I didn't want to have to pay for Peacock to watch. Uh, IndyCar is exclusively on NBC. NASCAR is exclusively on NBC, and um, IMSA also runs NBCSN. And, and if you've gotten accustomed to just flipping on NBCSN, whether it be through the app or whether it be, you know, on your cable, you know, you would, you would flip it on waiting to see that race and it wouldn't be there. So what they're doing now is that's the only reason I had cable basically well, was for NBC just so I could watch racing. So here's what they're doing now. They're transferring everything, uh, NASCAR and, um, some of IMSA, I believe they're going to 
USA Network, which is still owned by NBC, the right. parent company. Right. So they're moving everything from there to USA Network. And I don't know if this is the reason, but I hear I heard rumors of numbers floating around that NBC Network, uh, NBC Sports Network only goes to about 79 million customers, households, and USA Network goes to about 90 million. So yes, they're getting a more widespread, but if you're on USA Network, you have never been watching racing. You might have been watching like WWE wrestling, but yeah, yeah. you weren't a motorsports fan. So I'm not sure what that demographic means to them, but they're moving the racing to USA. So if you if you go log on and you're looking for uh, a NASCAR race or you're looking for an IndyCar or even an IMSA race, check USA Network because it may have switched to there. The other thing that it may have done is switch to Peacock. Now, I did some research into Peacock because once I found that out, I was like, well, shit, what the hell's about to happen here? Right. You can get Peacock for free, but it only has about two-thirds of what they offer. Still thousands of shows and channels and things like that and, and, and movies, uh, but it's only about two-thirds of what they offer. Then they offer, and that's the free plan. Then they offer a $5 a month plan that... Um, gives you premium, unlimited, everything, except it has commercials still. So you're paying $5 a month and they're still giving you commercials. It's paying to wear the t-shirt that says the guy's name. Unfucking believable. Yeah. Now, I do hear that the, the commercials aren't too bad. Like if you watch a movie, they'll jam all three minutes of commercials right in the beginning so you can watch the entire movie. Not too bad. But still, if there's commercials, why the fuck am I paying for $5 a month? Yeah. Then you can pay $10 a month and you have premium, no commercials, and you're good to go. But still, that's another $10 a month on top of the Netflix that I need to keep at $20 a month on top of whatever Amazon but Prime that I got. My cable bill's like $250 now. <laughs> I mean, you know, and that's my first house was only $660 a month. <laughs> my cable bill's almost $300. Your I can cable? get a small three-bedroom, two-bath in a little quiet neighborhood for that a couple of years ago. <laughs> so that's that's what's going on with that. So um, not too bad. Uh, I really wish that they would condense it a little bit more, but... It is what it is. So that getting out of the way, let's get let's get back into talking actual Please, racing, motorsports. I know, and we didn't really even give you guys an intro, but we're going to go over. Um, we got a couple of miscellaneous questions, some Formula One topics. Eddie Jordan popping up again. Uh, Helmet Marco opening his mouth again. Uh, we're going to talk the Hamilton contract and, and what he wants and why it hasn't gone through. Um, we're going to talk we, a little we, bit the rumors, the rumors of, of right. Why we it don't hasn't know gone, exactly. We don't know what's going. on. I don't on. think it's money. We're get, we'll, get we'll, there. Get we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, I th I, enlighten do, me. I do think it's a ton of money. Um, well, remember Michael Schumacher was making close to fifty or seventy million a year, and and he and so years ago. Yeah. So if I'm a seven time world champion, I'm looking at my seven time world champion counterpart, and I'm thinking about twenty uh, years later. Man, don't you understand what later means? <laughs> we're gonna oh, get there, oh. but I I like where you're going with it. I like where you're going with it. <laughs> Renault. Hold on. Did you spell that? <laughs> we're gonna talk reno um, uh, don't bring the new guy in here you put a muzzle on me <laughs> no he's good he's good i like it we're gonna talk the indy car test at sebring um some marco andretti news and what i want to talk about to that him. Just... simona di silvestro we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about imsa uh and the, the the rolex 24 that's about to happen next weekend and the roar before that's about to happen tomorrow we're recording this on saturday loic duval from uh formula e um, if you, if you remember what he said about Formula E, that the drivers were paid to say that, you know, it's a great series and they love racing it. He's got, he's, he's popped up back in the news again, some WEC news. Um, and then I had a question about some, some hall of fame and, and why the Man, hell. Holy crap. The, 
It's you want to make a this one. a longer episode? It's going to be a long crap. one, baby. You but, can, listen, feel free to watch this in sections. You don't have to sit down and watch our episode from front to back right away. Yo, these but miscellaneous could, questions, man. Yeah. What's you, up? They were so miscellaneous that we couldn't remember who put them in the notes. Yes. Yes. These miscellaneous <laughs> questions, they've been in our notes for a while and we just never really hit on them. So we're going to hit on them now. So let's start with it the first. Let's by go. The way. Probably. Let's start with the miscellaneous questions first. Could there be an international racing league? So what that what I mean by that is winners. How do you want to explain so, it? What and we touched on this a little previously was an idea that we had. Jarrett was like, "Hey, why aren't there like playoffs, like East Coast West Coast type thing?" And and we were trying to like, well, where could that actually fit? And playoffs are even an American type of thing. Like they don't have playoffs. Um, overseas as much as just its points and then whoever has the points wins but what kind of racing series could this play into and what we settled on was something like formula three where you have formula three asia you have formula three uk formula three italy um international formula three which then follows um formula one around right but they're all individual racing series and they all have their own champions now what if and wouldn't it be cool if since those series are shortened anyway, not shortened, but shorter than other racing series, Formula One, IndyCar, et cetera, is the champions of those from around the world get together and it's a champions race of the Formula Three, Formula Four. Like that would be an international champion versus champion, really cool racing series. So I believe no. they. You don't think really? so? No. Well, first off, you're, you're halfway <laughs> he's like, there. He's got his arms crossed. You're halfway. No. There. Well, you're halfway there. You already have halftime shows. So, and you already have quarters in racing. So, I mean, why, oh, why not? Here's my. Here's here's. Yeah, I'm thinking, making fun of national, <laughs> of professional wrestling. I mean NASCAR. So, <laughs> so here's the deal. I'm not saying that it doesn't have some valor, but or some merit. But open wheel racing is, unfortunately, I think one of the best racing. But it may not get the same draw, you know. Uh, and, and so now you're going to try to take obscure names from different countries and marry them together. I mean, can you imagine Osaka Nikomichi winning the thing? And everybody's going, ooh. The, the, it's <laughs> oh, part of it. I don't mean this as a derogatory thing. You know, I'm making fun of both of you. <laughs> How do you get out of here? Uh, <laughs> but I'm just pointing out that it's hard enough to... Cons- racing, diffracting racing takes money and diffracts it. I think centralizing it is you know financially important for the sport to proceed and you know it's just like it sponsors right so so how is an american company sponsor a japanese car and and one of the things that when i was talking to one of my nascar executive friends he made clear listen the driver is what we're selling at this point the cars are are somewhat generic right right so it's the drivers that it, that we try to build, you know, and that's why in the TV, you know, they're always trying to pump up the drivers. Mm-hmm. So I think if you brought drivers that people never heard of, it's a harder sell. Not that I don't think the competition part of it would be excellent, but the damn greed part of it, you know, the money part of it would be difficult. But that's yeah, because- different. Like, and we've touched on this one. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus was um, here in America it's, it's all about <laughs> it's all about uh, the driver right everybody yeah. is a fan of a particular driver whereas in Formula One you can have a favorite driver but the team kind of like you're, you're you're rooting for Mercedes you're rooting for Ferrari and and yeah well, Ferrari's then driver and you can have your favorite but, but driver but over you there a, you're you're pushing the well, team you, whereas you, nobody's pushing Andretti versus Ganassi like well, well you're right and here's why because the teams are centralized to the countries so now right. that's my you make a valid point that's my team my team is the English team it's the German team right. it's the French team and it's you don't the think Italian that would pull team. in fans and well, that's money? an that's a good point you know that that's, is the so, point so this yeah, is what I was the I reason why that. I brought but, that up let me let me let me kind of explain my vision of it right right now for the most part last, especially in 2020 with covid what happened was nobody came to the formula 1 didn't come to america yeah. Right now, if you, I'm not saying that you should do this with Formula One or IndyCar America or the top is. level racers. Those top ones, they're no, there. Of course they're not. Done. Of course I'm not. talking about the lower, the lower level ones where we can get feeder series. Right, because some people just they really want to race. Don't get me wrong; people do want to move up and get to Formula One. They do, but. Everybody right now, does. if you win the Formula Three championship, you have to leave Formula Three. You have to graduate. You have you can't you can't race again, from what I understand. Now, my problem with that is. What happens if that driver just really loves, enjoys racing, wants to continue racing right. in Formula 3? He goes to WEC or, or IMSA. Or, right. Yeah. He has to move. Or ends up in IndyCar. And then you have you look at, like, um, we had, a, we had um, uh, what was that young kid's name? He races the SCCA, the Trans Ernie, Francis, Ernie Jr. Francis Jr. Yeah. came in. He said his sponsors don't want to graduate. His sponsors are happy with him racing what he's racing, and they don't want to move with him to pay more money and go to another series. They're getting so, their bang out of their for their right. buck. So my thing is this: yeah. if you had a Formula Three or a Formula Two series, right? Again, shortened series. A lot of them race maybe half the races that Formula One races. Right. Last year, especially with COVID, they shut down traveling. But think about how much money it costs those Formula Three teams. Right now, for you to run a Formula Three car, it's it's hundreds of thousands of dollars, <laughs> millions. It's ridiculous, right? Millions. But now you also got to no, think. But for the driver to come in, it's hundreds of right. thousands. Right. Oh, yeah. The driver has to fork over hundreds well, of thousands. Well, bring of sponsors that are sponsors right. yeah, offset yeah, yeah. it sometimes. Family members, right. stuff like that. Well, that's my thing drivers. is, if you're putting all that money in there. It's a lot of it is logistics for the, what yep. the team needs to do. Well, a lot of it is moving things around and developing new parts. Now, listen. No, I hear you. I got something. Here. Let me finish. Let Go me ahead. finish. If they were to do, if they were to condense that, right? You make rules standard across the board worldwide. You have a United. You have a North America, right? Canada, United States. You know, even Mexico. They all race. You know, we we do races in Mexico, North America, and 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 Canada, right? Um, then you then you go. You know, you do a, a South America, all those countries will race, you know, and find champions. All right. And then you take with the top two. All right. And then, you know, Africa, I they don't, you, you know, you have this. South Africa yeah, and you have racers that are coming out of there that might never get a call up. They might even never get seen because they don't have the money, but now you can, you can shrink the money, right? Everybody race each other and you use that money to bankroll. I know we've talked about this, but you use that money in the wins you've made to now bankroll going international and racing maybe like a six race series in Europe right. where everybody meets from Asia, 
you know, from you know, uh, Africa, States, from five, Europe, well, from, you need, and you uh, bring everybody together. Here's an interesting. All right, here's what, you have to be at five continents. You have to hit five continents to have a Formula One season, right? Isn't that that's why they didn't come to America? They went to Asia. For Formula One. Yeah, but right, we're, right. We're still talking about no, Formula Three. Doesn't no, do no, that. Right, but here's what I'm saying: if the way to make to look at this where the money makes sense to to the is if the teams were the ones. You know, like Hamilton was a junior driver for uh, a McLaren, ten, right? Yeah. yeah. So what if they say, well, go back to the driver being the marketability. If we're going to bring you know X Y Z from South America or X Y Z from Asia that nobody's ever heard of, what a great great way. To, pet, to season the driver's name into the uh, other markets. Right. That's where I could see the Formula One teams or and, and you know, mostly Formula One teams, maybe some American big teams saying, hey, we need to pet, we need to make these drivers more marketable when they get here. Right. You know, there's young drivers in IndyCar that are from other parts of the world that we've never heard of. If you, who's in, in um, you know, you take a, 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 a Ericsson, Right? Who's the two the two guys from Formula One or three mm -hmm. guys? Erickson Marcus and Erickson yeah, came yeah. Over. I mean, if you didn't, if we know because we're Formula One fans, but here's a world class driver nobody's ever heard of. So and so you try to bring them to America. Now they're trying to, you know, how do you get the American fans to say who? So that's an interesting thing where they can season. They, there's a way of of seasoning the drivers' names and the guy that does that wins. He's gotten all this press from all the continents. Right. So it does. And I'm not saying not to include IndyCar or somebody in America, you know, a, a feeder series. Right. The other thing you could do is to lower the cost is the cars are generic. So when they fly to one continent, they race six or eight cars that are set up. The cars stay there. They go to another continent and they race six. So you don't have to move the equipment around. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's so one, you're, you're, one prep shop in each country does each. So, and, and you, and you lottery the cars. Right. So you don't know who's getting a better car or worse car. So there was a world series, um, series and you basically <laughs> had, you know, a team from Israel, a team from the Netherlands, a team from the UK. Right. But you were, you were basically looking for drivers from these nations, right? They, they may not necessarily have been the best drivers or have the best name recognition. They may not have been champions. They had the people that were, had enough money to get into it and were from that specific country. So I can understand how that failed. Because who's who's driving? But what I see as something that's possible is bring all that together. I mean, if you get the champion of the Formula Atlantic, the champion of you know the New Zealand series that they have down at this time of year, which has a great record of getting people to uh, Formula One, Brandon right? Hartley. Yeah, Hartley, um, Stroll. Um, I mean, it goes on and on of how many people have come through New Zealand. All right. Anyway. And then um, <laughs> you get UK, you know, Italy, getting those champions from there where they may have the name recognition already because they've gone through those feeder series. And then you stick them in like Europe, get them all together somewhere in Europe, go around five, six tracks and have at it. Who's then the best of those champions? I think that is amazingly entertaining. Um, I think that it would have the name recognition because it's a series made up of the champions. And what I was thinking before is when you were talking, Jared, was that then is something like a Premier League. You've yeah. you've done well. You're not just Joe Blow who's Right. from the netherlands and right. has the money to race you're right. a champion of a feeder series and now you're coming into the premier the premier league feeder series to show that you're the best of the best put me in formula one so so one thing i'd say from a driver's point of view to be fair you'd have to 
you know, you can't, I know Road America, Mid-Ohio, Watkins Glen, like the back of my hand. I don't know anything about spa. You so got to learn it. No, you ha- that's not fair because if you have it only in one area, you, yeah, you know what I'm I saying? See, is see you have going. to move yeah. to, to get, to, if everybody's going to have equal cars, uh, they should have. Uh, well, then why don't you equal, do it? You'd have to do it in three continents where everybody's had a chance. I see where you're going yeah. with that. So, so you would say the Premier League would be six races or five races on five different cars. So you'd pick one like Suzuka. Right. Right, maybe Monaco or Spa. But now you're getting and expensive, into, and you're no, no, because the cars are staying there. Right, the cars are staying there. The drivers and that's are the just Premier Series only. I hear it, it's not, it's not the feeder series. Yeah, I, I yeah. But well, if you want it to get done, you're going to want it to be cheap. But I think the also well, I think the that big... is cheap. You're talking about six cars that are staying in each continent or each race at each. Yeah, you know, you can move a car from Watkins Glen to Mid Ohio to Long Beach, but you can't move. Moving a car from America to South America is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So you just say you're going to have this. It's the same. By the way, the, most of the cars that these guys have been racing, most of them are um, are spec cars. I don't think there's a ton mm-hmm. of op, of things you can do. No, most even of them in are, Formula yeah. Three, they probably have a cap on the horsepower, cap on the weight. The suspensions are pre. You know, pre, you can only buy this suspension. Right. You're probably buying a like in America, you're buying a you know an Indy car, you're buying a chassis that's already made and. It's, that's I, what I'm I saying. Think, I, think, yeah, I, think I think it would be a good idea. You have to do that. Then, Otherwise, you're not going to have... What you want is a pure driver's series. I th- yeah. And, and that's I what think I'm saying. The, I think the last thing is it would also give, you know, Formula One um, their junior programs. It would give them a little bit more uh, options, right? You wouldn't be spending so much money on just one person or just two people, whereas now you can kind of spread the money out over like four or five drivers. And you could actually find the best driver. Yeah. Right, I got so, invited to drive oh. in uh, Atlanta the other day. Yeah. I was sitting with a friend of mine. He goes, hey, like my it's an E30 race car, Chump Series. And he goes, man, we're one driver short. And we got these guys coming up, and they don't have any experience. And it's only 1500 bucks." I go, that's nothing for a 14-hour race. And, and we have free hotel rooms. Everything, all you have to do is fly to Atlanta. Right. So I said, look, I haven't driven this car before. I haven't been in a race car in a bit. And, and I don't know Atlanta. Right. right. So I said, and there's a, there's, there's a, there's a, you know, the, the hairy down there, you know, the hill down. I said, yeah. dude, I will, I will do that same deal in anywhere in Moroso, Sebring, Homestead. Track you feel comfortable. Yeah. Go to Road America. I'd be really happy. Yeah. But for me to take all that on, and you know, that's insanity. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I've never. I've, the only thing I've done is driven the car around the, the warehouse. Right. Which I, you know. You can, it's an E30 with, you know, you get it, but man, you can really get hurt too. Yeah, you can, and you can really ball up somebody else's car. That's right. true. You know, that's I said, true. how do you want the learning curve to go? You know, yeah. do you want the learning curve to be efficient or inefficient? Put me on a track I've never been on in a car I've never been in and tell me we're not even getting one practice day. Right. Yeah, that's, so, oh my goodness. Yeah. This is this, this next thing moving on. I know we're, 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 we're probably going to have to break this up into parts because, you know, this is really good. I like where this is going. A lot of good, yep. a lot of good uh, conversation and ideas getting thrown around. This is something big for Ken that that you know being a driver is probably going to be probably going to be good to hear your aspect of it. But I, I was thinking the other day and I was sitting around and I was like, you know what? You see these guys like I can't remember who said it the other day, but they're like, oh, Vettel will be a very good mentor for Stroll. Right now, and then you say, you know, Vettel was with Leclerc. I don't personally. I didn't I don't see know. any mentoring. I think he drove him off the track three times. Right, Leclerc says he, he mentored me, and I learned a lot from Vettel. But you know, on the track, it looked like they were just you know throwing elbows. So my question is: Do you think that mentors in racing, and not just Formula One, but all types of racing, do you think that mentors in racing don't want their trainees to overshadow their accomplishments? So, for somebody like um, 
you know, somebody like, you know, we'll just pick Vettel because he's, you know, one of the biggest ones, you know, four-time champion. Would he want to teach Leclerc everything he knows, even though that he is probably on his way out sometime soon, you know, within the next two, three years, he's probably not going to be in the league. Is he going to teach him poor everything Poor guy's going to retire with four, four, you know, four-time champion. I mean, yeah, poor guy. Yeah, he didn't really do much when he was in the sport, you know. But from, from like, when you were <laughs> racing, did yeah. you have any mentors that you learned from? Yeah, you look, learned from all the guys. I remember- but you know, were they free giving the information? Yeah. yeah. Really? And, yeah. And uh, I mean, because first off, if you think that um, that guy's so much better than you that you can't help him, then that's, you're getting brain fucked there, right? Uh, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, I remember my, my teammate, you know, hey, can Kenny go out and follow you and see what he's doing? Can you follow him, see the difference? We pull back in and he was, you know, won the series and went on to be rookie of the year in Indian quali- and, and, and finished third. So he's the driver, and his father was a driver. He's, and you taught you know, him the track. No, no, he taught out. He was, we were out there together one time. And he he asked, <laughs> that, "Yeah, right, yeah." I actually, I, I drew, I drew a little thing with crayons of Indy, and I showed him what to do, and I just kept going around and around. And he, he finally finished his last beer and goes, "I got this. Hold my beer." Um, so no, but he's. It, we went out there one time, and we he followed me to see what I was doing, what he was doing, and he came back in. He goes. There's nothing I can say. He, at this level, everybody knows what they're doing. Right. There's such nuances, right? Okay. You know what I mean? Like now, like I see like like driving instructors like Peter Krause and these other guys with the telemetry. Right. Dude, if I had that telemetry, I could my learning curve could have been so much better because, you know, I might have been flat out in the kink, which I was, which is a hair raising. You know, you talk to anybody, uh, flat out in the kink mm-hmm. in any car is, yeah. you've got mm-hmm. your it's nuts pretty, in your hands. Yeah. So, but so that was no big deal. To me, because I, I, that I was comfortable with. I might have been losing a tenth of a second in a slow turn, like at Road America Five, or, or you know, or, or the or the squiggles, whatever they call it, up in uh, in Mid Ohio. I think it's nine. So nine, ten, eleven. I guess it would be in, uh, six, seven, eight. But anyway, um, that's where I was losing speed. I wish somebody could have helped. And and I had a drive. Listen, there's driving coaches. You pay a guy, and he may not even be a great driver, but he's out there because he's out there watching you on the track and looking now. You can do it with such telemetry. Where they bring you in, and they go, "Look what you've done here," and that's what the Formula One and IndyCar guys use, right? So I don't believe that anybody, when Gil DeFerrin is and 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 uh, and all these old drivers like Prost and all these guys out there trying to help, they first off, look, if you're racing, the difference is Prost and Gil DeFerrin; those guys are retired. Right. We're talking about teammates, right. and teammates aren't going to have any love for each other the mentor mentorship probably is more off the track at this point yes is what you're saying you're yeah, saying yeah. with with how much computer telemetry yeah. and how many yeah. how many consultants yeah. you have walking around they might and there's and there are team remember for one thing when you're talking about uh the new team that he's going to you know <laughs> the father owns the team right so mm-hmm. you know if he's paying you 40 million dollars to race your car you better be helping the kid out <laughs> uh, right. and and that and it's always a team sport right even right. though it's an individual it's an un- Racing is an unusual thing because football is a team sport. Racing is an individual sport, right? I want to run everybody off the road and win the track race. Yeah, but you still have team. It's a team sport, and it's a it's a dangerous sport where you have to respect each other and you don't want to hurt anybody. Um, so that's that. You know, it's not like you're going to elbow the guy. Well, that you, you makes know, sense. You see it, but but I think the reason Vettel is going to um, Austin Martin with Stroll is more of a marketing thing. I think they're t- that I think they're dumping a ton of money into that team. I think the old man put a ton of money into that team, and they need Stroll is not a marquee name, and neither was Perez, and neither was they needed to bring a marquee name to that right. team. Right, yeah. That's sense. why he's there. And 
I don't believe he's going to do, I think you're going to see a, a regenerated Vettel. I don't think he's going to be, I think he's going to see a guy that races more like he was at Red Bull than Ferrari. Ooh. That's well, my we'll prediction. Boy, that. I shouldn't have said that on tape, though. <laughs> we'll bring it back up. We'll hold you to it. We'll hold you to it. Well, because I like the old guy, you know. We have we have another one. Is um, right before we get into our Formula One and, and stuff about Botas and Eddie Jordan and stuff like that. Um, why don't we see the old GT3 cars? Like once they they race one two years and then they retire the car, like the old C7 Corvettes. Mm-hmm. The only time you ever see those is like around Goodwood. They'll do like or uh, the vintage racing, vintage racing. Right. There should why be a series it, for that. Why isn't there an actual series? Because you got to think, right? A lot of those cars had balance of power, right? In in endurance racing, is all balance of power. So all the cars are evened out. So it doesn't matter if they're putting in new stuff. So if you balance of powered, you know, cars, you know, if you do like a, you know, from. 2000 to 2010 and you lumped all those cars together you could have in like in endurance racing you could have cla- a class form it's not even yeah you could do it in a class form a cl- My thing like, is like trans am has yeah a, 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 an a you know a, an a and a b class right so know? if you took every car from 2000 to 2010 and put them in one that was that's one class and then you balance the power the shit out of them so they're all about the same balance of power Mm-hmm. I'd go see that race. But I don't know that, um, I mean. Is there they, money in that maybe? Well, they have, you know, they have, you could take that car to Trans Am, you could take it to or whatever series, you know, SCCA. I mean, an endurance racing, you could think they could be at a 24 hours a Daytona or a Sebring. Right. I mean, you can race any, back in the day, man, I remember one of my friends racing in Sebring. He had an old Camaro and it was like, it was ridiculous. And he had, you know, those orange lights on the hood? Yeah. On the, like you see on a, on a, like a, a, a city truck. Yeah. You yeah. know, the little. He had one on the top of the car, the hood, just rotating because that way he wouldn't get run over in the middle of the night. But he was out there, man, and he was banging around for, you know. So um, I don't, part of it, I think, again, if you look at this, Corvette doesn't want anybody to think about a C7 right now. They want you to think about a C8. And Porsche doesn't want you thinking about some old car that you could buy used. They want you to sell on Sunday, you know, win on Sunday, sell on Monday. They're they're in racing to sell cars, not used cars. Yeah, that makes sense. But I'm not saying that those cars should go, I agree with you. I mean, if you look at NASCAR, they use cars for like five or six years in the the old days, and they just reskin them and, you know, change some bits. Right. But the chassis last forever. Yeah. Now, I don't know if the new NASCAR with their new stuff will that be the same play. The chassis probably won't transfer, or they might. Jared and I had a whole long talk about this one time when we we were hanging out, and this came up, and I don't know. It's interesting. I just... Like maybe I like don't a, foresee a it happening. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No. A four-hour race you could do, or a six-hour race you do before like a big 12 or 24. Yeah, I don't see why not. I think it'd be pretty cool. So let's move forward. Let's get into so Formula One. 
recently in Formula One, um, Botas was actually uh, asked the question of why he, you know, doesn't. Uh, they asked him why he doesn't drive more like Nico Rosberg. It's funny, you know. I I think we've talked about <laughs> we've this talked on a about few this episodes. So much on this, we've been saying this for months that if Botas wants to really run with Hamilton and 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 possibly rattle his cage, that he needs to do a more of a, a Rosberg type approach where he is maybe don't share everything. Have that confidence. Have the confidence. in yourself. Right. This is the year. If I win, Mercedes will probably keep me. If I lose, they're probably gonna ditch me. But you know what? And you know what he I said? can go and do. It. I know exactly what he said, and <laughs> I disagree with him. He said he had no interest in playing mind games with his teammate. And he did not want to be compared or thought of as Nico Rosberg. He said, I think the strength we have in the team is definitely that we can work as a team. He said, so there is not going to be any hiding of setups or data or anything. And the team spirit in team sports is underestimated. I think, I hold on, I'm still going. He's got two more quotes. He said, I think it's really important that you need to keep the motivation up and have no conflicts. And of course, along the way, there's been many people suggest that I be a Nico Rosberg, but I am not a Nico Rosberg. I much prefer to do the talking on the track and race fair. And he will, and Mercedes will continue to dominate, and he will never be a champion well, if he by does the way, neither That's was, not a championship uh, mentality. Right, you, but you understand something. It doesn't matter what he wants. The, the driver's championship is secondary to the constructor's championship in Formula One. And that's my big gripe, because in IndyCar, it, there's no such thing as a constructor. It's the driver. And I, you know, I, I'm an IndyCar fan, most other series, obviously, but um, that's the thing. And one of the things that you got to think of the marketing, when Rossberg and Hamilton were going tire to tire for two or three years, and it was, you turned on the TV every day to see what the hell was going on. There was a great, but now things have evolved a bit. Mercedes is more state, you know, has taken their, made their mark. They've made their statement. And now what Mercedes doesn't want, you know, the Germans, once they have things, they like to calm down a little bit and sit down, have a beer, get some schnitzel, you know, maybe have a bunch of potatoes boiled. You know, I'm thinking of my mother's home cooking. Oh, anyway, so, so. Mr. Bear over here. So my, uh, my point is Mercedes don't want no effing bad they apples in the pack. Right. They don't. Because now they've got something that's refined and, that's fine. and it's marketable. And the last thing they need to do, because when you're a team owner and you're sitting there on the on the wall and you're watching your two drivers take each other out almost, you know, man, you got to hear it from and all the fine, way from the top it. And, all and the way listen, down. Listen, you're a driver, Ken, right? You're a driver. And for I'm the talking last, about as a money guy and a team I get, owner. I understand that. that. But yeah. you're, as a driver, as Botas, if you were Botas in the last, what is it, four or five years he's been his teammate? Four Since years? Since 2017. Something like that. Three years. So if you've Three, been yeah. if you've been his teammate for four years, Right, and he has literally slapped you around all four years. You've never even really come close to winning a championship. And your I don't time, Botas may not be able to. Your time he thinks he can. He though. thinks he can. And your time in Formula One is coming short. You, you. Well, I don't think Botas is going anywhere in Formula One. He's a really good driver. I mean, he's proven it over and over and over and over again. I, I think he's also proven that if you put somebody else in the car, they could do just well, as well. Well, when Russell got in the car and out, and outraced Botas, yeah. well, there's your, That's that my answers thing. your so, thing, though. So now my if thing is If Hamilton this. was so much, if they were so close in uh, 
and ability, Botas and Hamilton, then how the hell did Russell get in the car and, and wipe Botas's ass? So is it the car or is Russell just that good? We've had that well, talk Russell in the past. Well, Russell is that good, but, but he's that good in that great car. So so then you could take if, almost if, any driver in Formula One and put him in that yes. car and they're going to do as good as Botas. So then, so then writing is nobody, on the wall. Guys, nobody's going to do as good as Hamilton. So at one point, they all got together and said, listen, bitch slap you. But, Nobody's going to take him out. And we're going to make sure you don't even think about it because you're never going to do it thought anyway. That, everybody that. thought that same thing <laughs> about Hamilton versus Rosberg. And Hamilton was always going to get Rosberg. But you know what? Rosberg, in one year, said, I'm going balls to the wall. And I'm doing happens, everything happens. I have to do. I'm taking, a, I'm taking a page out of Schumacher's book. Because when Schumacher and Rosberg were teammates... He literally played mind games on Rosberg to the to point McKechnie where Rosberg versus how did Schumacher? No, no, no. When when Mercedes came back to the sport, Michael, they, Schumacher, Mike, raced Michael Schumacher raced for them for right, a few years. Right. Okay, and he was teammates with with um, with Nico Rosberg to the point where there's one story that uh, Schumacher hung out in the one bathroom that Mercedes had for a crazy long time right before quali so that nico didn't have time to go to relieve himself before quali just so that nico wasn't in the mindset to beat schumacher when they got out on track that's so good. that's a big what thing by schumacher the way as did. a driver when you have to go out i mean you could literally have to go back and forth three or four times because your nerves you know you, so, you're trying to empty your bladder right. yeah. so now nico and he probably watched nico like his his like i used to that was something i, I went to the bathroom like five times before the start of a race exactly. and, and uh and i bet uh, um he watched nico as that was his you know, maybe it of wasn't course. his mo that's fine you know not everybody does but that's something you know everybody yeah. has their my, thing my point is rosberg got stink and pressure from mercedes and everybody else i mean nikki Lauda even came out and was putting a lot of the blame on on nico rosberg for a long time okay but you know what he did it, and now he's able to say, I was a world champion. I'll tell you I this. think yeah, that if Botas doesn't do it, he can then leave Mercedes going, I was the best number two in the game. Mercedes loved me. They kept giving me one-year deals for as long as Hamilton's there, but he will never be able to say, I am a world champion. And who was Schumacher's second? Gerhard Barger, right? Wasn't it Burger? Fabulous. Yeah, for for a little while. No, for like yeah, five he years, few, yeah, he got one yeah, win. Yeah. And Rubens one time, Barrichello. I think he let him. He had to let Schumacher go by, and then and then another, another race. Had he several gave, paid him back. Same thing. Yeah. And the only, yeah. I think he was like the Perry Mason. He was like the the guy, the, the prosecutor. He won one one case in the entire seven years. He won one race, and he was a phenomenal driver. They just Ferrari wasn't going to have any of it. Well, let me. You know? But let me just say something to what you're saying. When Rossberg was involved. What was Hamilton on his third championship, and his fourth, and that yeah, they were right in the middle of that. Now he's got seven. They're just not gonna screw, you know. So I'm, I'm just saying that you got to remember. I, I don't disagree with anything you're saying whatsoever, but it's evolved. The teams evolved. The factories, the money. They just this is what they want. Now let's throw in. What if Hamilton doesn't make a? What if Hamilton says, you know what? Because he's a pretty free thinker. I guys, I don't care about anything. I got all the money I'll ever need to spend the rest of my life. I'm risking my life every day, and I'm going to fly around. Now they have what they have more races. Now he's got a, he's been against more Formula One races. He was adamant about more, not putting more dates on. 
And if I remember correctly, they put some more dates on. I don't know, could be wrong. Well, we'll get into the money because yeah. I don't. I don't think you. I think you might change your mind about that. So anyway, I'm just saying. I don't think Hamilton's going to retire until he can get eight championships because there's probably nobody in the history will get eight. You know. I mean, we said that about Schumacher. Well, you know, this. but you understand. It's to prove it's the car. Uh, Vettel got four in a row when the car, and there was no beating that car. You know, sh- uh, you know. I'm just saying it's in Formula the One. Hybrid era is coming to an end. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying in Formula One. I'll it's say the this. Car, a you lot, think you about know. it. Rosberg yeah. wins that championship yeah. in 2016 and immediately retires the next that that year. Yep. Now listen, he said it himself, and we'll never know the actual truth. But he said, you know, I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish in Formula One, and I walked away from the sport. Well, that's what his father did, basically. But I, you know, what I think happened, and this is this is a complete conspiracy theory. I have no fucking data data for this. I got conspiracies. Where but, do you want to go with? But this? think about. But think about this. <laughs> I think that he bumped off Hamilton. He won the championship, and Mercedes was like, "You weren't supposed to fucking do that." And then what happened was they were like, "We're gonna go, we're gonna deal you. You know, we're not gonna re-sign you next year." And then he had he was nah. he was like, "You know what? Do I do I go to a lesser team and not so and you, not you race think, for a so championship?" So you think it's the, they came up to him and said, "Hey, listen, you know, we don't want anybody to get hurt here. You know, you're gonna walk away quietly." You're going to retire. No, I don't think no, so. no, no. Because no. Mercedes think, wasn't they, ready for maybe down the road. I, I, maybe I can, they said after your current this, contract. No, wait, wait. But, I'm going to stop you both. I'm going to tell you as a driver, 1,000% that's not the case. 1,000% because he's never even touched a steering wheel. That kid started at four in go-karts. You know, as I said once before on the show, Skip Barber said everybody only has so much race in them. You know, Paul Newman started late and he had a lot of race in him. He raced late. You know, I had good friends of mine that were phenomenal go-kart racers, seven-time national champion, one, you know, and they just, I go, buddy, get in the car. He ran out of race at a young age. So I just think Rosberg's looking at it going, honest, in my personal opinion, he, pro- he may not have wanted the stress yep. of going head-to-head with Hamilton another yep. year. Because okay. they built so much stress, and yep. it might have been, cra- it might have just drained. Look, at he did say, and he did go, and he did do exactly what he fought for. And he stressed, they played mind games with each other. I don't know that he wanted another thing, but his father did the same thing. He won one world championship, and then I think he retired. He came back. Uh, one he year. he raced after that. He just didn't but, have the skill. No, to but do I think it. he didn't. He raced one more Sorry, year KK. when they asked him to come back. He didn't. He quit and then came back. KK won the world championship, having won one race that year. Don't. <laughs> no, hey, I, but listen, guys. I used to watch KK was a freaking phenomenal driver. Anybody yeah, but if Jules Villeneuve did not pass away in the middle of the season. Villeneuve would have won that championship. Maybe so, but you know what? If if you know, KK you know, is one of the luckiest had wings, world they'd be champions. Flying, you, know, the, you know, I mean, in racing, but it's happened. That's I'm just saying for Botas, it's not going to. No, happen. no, but I'm saying in racing, that's the way it goes. If this didn't happen, if that didn't happen, that's what okay. happens. But you know, all for a twenty cent part, I could have won Indian more than a million times. Was said probably, uh, well, more than yeah. one hundred and twenty times. So, or at least every guy that <laughs> every guy that didn't win, whatever. But my point is to get to the bottom of this is as a driver, I think Rosberg just said, "Dude, I've got more money than I can ever spend. I live in a beautiful Monaco. I have a hot young wife. I have a newborn child that's one years old." And I'm tired of traveling the world. And that's fine. But before now, he did it, he went out and, and he won a stuck it to him and won a championship. Yeah, now listen, but now if here's Botas the thing, is I never going to compete, he's right. never going to be champion. But here's the thing. But I'd I will rather be say, a champion and spend one year in Formula One than spend a 10-year career in Formula trying One and never being in the last place. Now, here's the thing, though. I will tell you. Let's Here's the hypothesis that we can go on. What if that next year it wasn't Hamilton he was going to race against? It was Botas. Would he have quit? In other words, what he have said? Oh, dude, I got another championship. This guy's never going to do nothing near me. And so 
and don't get me wrong, I think Botas is a phenomenal driver, and he's, he's not a Rosberg or a Hamilton. Well, he's proved that he's gotten poles, yeah. he's won races, yeah. he's yeah. driven the tires he's off, fast. of course. You know, but remember, yeah. it's not about winning races, right? It's not about winning races, not about getting poles. It's about that fine, fine, fine nuance that Hamilton has, that all the great champions has, where they can get to the finish line and win yeah. at all costs. Yeah. You know, somebody once said, "Show me a driver that can get to the finish line in a go kart, and I'll put him in an Indy car." Because he knows how to get to the finish line. He knows, mm-hmm. I mean, the finish, I'm sorry, the winner's circle. Yeah, I hear you. So, you know, I, this is all hypothetical, but I, I, maybe the only thing I could possibly give a quarter to in this conversation is that if maybe it wasn't Hamilton, maybe it was somebody like Botas or a lesser driver where he could have went out and handedly won the championship or at least not had the same stress doing it, mm-hmm. maybe something different. But at this point, I just want to say, seven championships later, four or five years later, I don't see Mercedes allowing Botas to do anything but what he's doing. You want to roll into Hamilton now that we're is, here? Yeah, yeah let's but do that. Just to, I, we'll, just, we'll come back to Eddie Jordan and Helmut Marco. To end it, the team can say whatever they want. He's the one with the steering wheel and the throttle. Okay? How many times two years ago was Ferrari telling Vettel, back off, we had an agreement before a race that you're going to you know, you're starting behind Leclerc. You're going to get the slipstream. Now let Leclerc pass. And what did Vettel do? He ignored it and just said, tell him to get closer. Okay. Yeah. Mercedes can put all the pressure they want on yeah, the driver. Can, and Mercedes did that. Mercedes did that to Rosberg. Mercedes put the pressure on Rosberg. Rosberg said, F you, I'm going to win my championship. Yeah. And Again, remember, as a, dry, to, as a listen, team, you don't want to beat that out of a driver either. Both, yeah. All this is. Is if Botas is going to play the team game, and I understand there's a lot of respect in that, and that is awesome, and that's why Hamilton loves him because he knows he won't play this mind games BS and pressure him. That's fine. He's the Mike Pence of of Formula One. Going to be a world champion. (laughs) He's the Mike Pence. Let's get into. He's just going to be right there as a lap dog. (laughs) We all know that the driver salary caps are coming. All right, Uh we all know that the the financials in Formula One is changing. In racing. Um, in, in racing. In racing. So let's 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 get into the Hamilton contract. And from what the rumors have been and what I can see, here's where we're at. Hamilton, everyone thought that Mercedes was gonna want a long term contract and Hamilton Hamilton was gonna say I want a one or two year contract. Turns out it seems from what the rumors are, it's the opposite. Hamilton wants a four year deal, fifty million a year, plus he wants ten percent of the winnings. Of his winnings or the whole team? Of the team's, team's winnings. winnings. Suspectedly. Suspectedly. Well, this is, that's this nothing. Is, that's this is like, rumor. listen, that's like baseball con. What the guy want? $120 million. Team, the use of the team jet, a skybox. Right. But you know, that's normal. That's normal ask. You yeah, ask and you negotiate not, not down. Not in Formula One. There's not a cap in, in, there's a cap in, in, in Formula One for the teams. You know, so they're going to take some of that that money that that right. is designated in the cap so and give that. it to now Hamilton. There's a, now no. there's a cap. There's going to be a cap, right? So now we're saying four years into this cap, whatever, ten percent of the winnings on top of the cap, right? So now the cap has brought us down to here, and now we're going to have to give ten percent of that away to our driver. Well, he could do another way of doing it. He can say, "Listen, this is what I want to do. I'm gonna." Uh, well, I probably wouldn't do it because the team could just shut itself down. But he could say, "Look, I want to get paid for four years, and I want." the payout of the 10% to go on for 10 years or so he could spread. Now that's what they, might, I don't, might be smart. I mean, but, that's what they do. A lot of times they don't take all the money they take. Like you can say, instead of me flying my corporate jet from now, I'm going to use your, you're going to supply the, you know, 
there could be. Well, this is what Mercedes. Not, did. You can't fly a jet enough to hide, you know, twenty million dollars. Right, it's close. But, but Daimler stood up and said, "Well, we got George Russell, and he did great at Secure, so we're just going to go ahead and." Uh, well, that's for negotiating. And Hamilton got up and walked out. So we'll see what happens. Well, with you, that. Ferrari invited Hamilton to drive their car. When the other day, it was just in the news. He went over, and I mean, that's what I read. Like I didn't read into it; I just read the blurb. You know, I don't think any. I, you know, what's there's no. You is, can drive another car. There's no law against explain it. Explain this to me. How come no other team reached out to Hamilton? This was the end of his contract. They don't right? have the money. Ferrari doesn't have the money. Ferrari just said to him, come drive my car. But I mean, I don't know anybody else has got the money. You think someone's going to say, listen, I can't see Hamilton going, pay me $50 million and I'll run third place. That's it. I think you're listening to, and I'm not saying that we really know what the inside negotiations are, but from my personal feeling, off the cuff, I think this is just negotiating. I think Mercedes is talking about George Russell, and I think Hamilton's talking about wanting to own half the team, and I think somewhere in the middle lies the truth. Where I'm a, do you look, get I'm, into I'm a the, car where, guy. I'm a world's greatest negotiator. They're just negotiating. Where do you get into where you've negotiated so much or you're trying to get so much out of the team that you start hurting the team that you're racing for? Well, that's, you know, that's, that's something that's you've got to think about, I guess, like goes in any team, you know, the foot, when the quarterback wants, you know, you know, remember we have salary caps in what, uh, in American sports, what's it on uh, baseball and, and football, don't we? Right. And I'm shocked. I'm also shocked that, at the four, at the request for a four year contract for somebody who has bashed on, you know, fuel consumption and is so big into, 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 I think he's starting high and I think he's starting at four and it's going to come down to three to match Toto's contract. But here's the thing. That's exactly right. And the other thing, yeah. Yeah. And the other thing it might be is this final two years may, the year may not even be as a driver. It might be as part of the team principal, you know, as part of the management, you know, remember that's happens too, where, you know, okay, you get so many years at, at the sport and then you stay on with the team as this, you know, you could have a, he could have a salary like uh, like uh, Nicky Ross, um, Nicky Lauda. Yeah. You know, and then Nicky Lauda yeah. was. Well, Jensen Button also just got hired by Williams to be a a, a consulting yeah. executive and stuff. So like maybe that. he's just saying, "Hey, I want to have a four year contract. I want two years of racing and two years of of uh, with the team maybe, as an maybe. emissary. But you know, pay me. You know, I want to I want to fly to every race. I don't want to pay my own money. So you pay me two million dollars a year to be part of the team, and you you know, then I have my hotel room, my access to the van. You know. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mm-hmm. Imagine going. But he's got a singing career that he's got to worry about. Yeah. Imagine going to a race. <laughs> imagine going to a race and they don't let you in the team bus. Like you're there, like it's raining. You know, you're actually at the concession stand. Lewis Hamilton stand outside. You're getting a sausage, you know, and and you're getting a brat, and you're fighting it for the mustard pump. And (laughs) you know what I mean? Like you know, you look over and Lewis Hamilton standing next to you. (laughs) Yeah, he's going, "Hey, man, you gonna put ketchup on your dog or what?" You know. So I think that to go back to your question of how come nobody else is is making offers, I think this goes towards my feelings on this is. This is speculation for people not in the know. Everybody who's in the know has absolutely no fear that they or thought that they're not going to come to terms. They're going to come to terms. Hamilton's going to be in a Mercedes. 
however long it is, whatever that does, the particulars don't matter. They're going to sign the contract, right? I agree with that. So no other team is wasting time in reaching out to Hamilton because none of them know, like none of them think that for a second, they're not going to come to terms. The only team is Ferrari. And why? Because if you're going to retire, you like to say, if I I raced a Ferrari, Ferrari. right. I mean, it's just, it's just part of your legacy. You know, I did this, I did this, I raced for Ferrari. Sure. You know, I mean, Leclerc kicked my ass, but you know, he has always (laughs) been a Mercedes driver. No it's doubt, but it doesn't mean that, listen, and, and, and Tom Brady was always with the Pats, man. Ooh. And now he's sitting there throwing balls for the, you know, Tampa Bay. <laughs> How's Whoever that going? Looks pretty good. Yeah, he's in deep in the playoffs. I'm just joking. Yeah. So let's say this. Joking. Eddie Jordan is back I in the I didn't see it happening that way, but it did happen that way. It's weird is I never really agree with Eddie Jordan, and this time I'm, I, I thought it was funny enough to, to go ahead and, and talk about it in the show. So he said three main things. Um... He said the last two years against Leclerc at Ferrari have been pathetic. I don't know why he looks so bad. He won four world titles, but I think his he's past his peak. In any case, I would have kept Sergio Perez. That's the first thing he said. He said I like Vettel a lot, but I think Aston Martin made a mistake in signing him. And then he also said Lance is a lucky bag. I saw that. You never know what's inside. Sometimes he drives well. Sometimes he drives extremely badly, and anything and he's anything but consistent. And, and he consistency has, in racing is everything. It's huge. And he has made it known. Eddie Jordan is 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 a polarizing figure. You either love <laughs> Eddie Jordan or yeah. you hate Eddie Jordan. Um, and and I would say probably most lean towards the latter. I've never met the guy, but you know, we'll see. I would say that he is one hundred percent against Vettel racing for Aston Martin. He thought that disagree. he was trash at Ferrari. Mm. He got slapped around by by a young teammate. And him moving to Aston Martin, they should have kept Perez because Perez was a better racer in the in you know in yeah, in, in I, recent and long term. And go back to my first comments in the beginning of the show. Possibly, but I think the big thing is you needed the name. That's Nobody marketing. gives a crap about Perez. He yeah. was gonna he was gonna go dust into the wind, and he could have been racing Miatas or something like that, and nobody would have cared. Not that I don't think he's a phenomenal driver, but that's the case. But Vettel is a name brand. So you're taking names over wins. I'm just Perez telling, will probably get you up there. I'm going to tell you something. Wins, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to go back to the original statement that I made a few minutes ago. Show me a driver that knows how to get to the winner's circle, and he'll get to the winner's circle. You're not going to tell me that Perez is going to outdrive Vettel to the winner's circle. They might drive capably, and neither one of them get to the winner's circle. But in my book, if there's going to be one of the two get to the winner's circle, it's going to be um, Vettel. Number one. Number two. Vettel can make a deal that we just talked about with Hamilton, my friend, where he says, I will drive for you for one or two years, but you're going to keep me on for four or five years, and I'm going to be your Alain Prost, I'm going to be your Jensen Button, I'm going to be with your team, and 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 then, you know, Toto Wolf might come over, because now he owns a part of Austin Martin, and, you know, possibly, they're, you know, there's In just a, a long-term kind of Exactly, the guy's going to make, listen, you know, you know, it's... <sighs> No matter how much money you make, it seems like people like to have a steady check. You know what I mean? We see that in all yeah. kinds of stuff. In football, guys are, you know, Michael Strahan's making more money. He's got five shows on TV, and, and he was a phenomenal football player, Hall yeah. of Famer, but uh, I'm correct. But, you know, he's still making more money now than he's ever making. So um, I just think Vettel wants to stay around the sport. If he ties into Austin Martin, they're new, they have money, they, and they have, and Stroll, I don't disagree with Eddie Jordan, but I've always liked Stroll as a driver. And when you had um, my good my good friend uh, Tommy Burns in here, he yeah. said the same thing. 
As a driver, yeah, he likes Stroll too. I, don't I get do. It. I'm not he, a fan. I just, I'm telling you. Well, listen, were, he's been were, to. The, he's been on the podium several times. There were times he was close he to winning a race the he, other day. He couldn't get around mm-hmm. Ricardo. He couldn't defend against Ricardo. There's times where he's Buddy, just very horrible. few. Very few people he's, can defend or get a, deal with Ricardo. <laughs> that guy has a big smile. I'm going to tell you. You ever watch the, the tapes of him around Monaco? He's this. He's insane around Monaco, and he's won Monaco. I think that's the kind of I guy. If you can drive also, around Monaco, you own inches of the racetrack. When you can drive like for, like Ricardo does at Monaco, buddy, he owns every inch of that track. Good luck. I think people forget how young Stroll is. Of course, he's like twenty years old. He's been. He's the same. So Verstappen. No. Okay, but listen. And, and his Verstappen is pretty good. Thanks for stopping I, Verstappen by. Is great. Just, okay. No, but. He's this. He's around the same age as Leclerc, yep. as Gasly, yeah. right? But these guys, he's been in Formula One longer because he basically skipped F two because yeah. Daddy's money, all right, and he was able to get into Formula One at Williams. So put him and he on. Did well. Put him on that same Sometimes footing. A short if way you compare, going. well, he fine, seems to be doing but, well. He might have a little longer. Uh, um, not to interrupt you. What you're saying, a little more seasoning time needed because right. he got in too early. He didn't season right. enough. He, I that's did that thing. in a sense when my He's little thing, I, through, I jumped too fast maybe, but. V- right. That's exactly, that's exactly my point because Verstappen needed that time to grow up, right? He was getting shunted. He was causing shunts all the time. And now Verstappen's considered, well, the best if you the ask world. Christian Horner, the best. Right on the grid. He's so, probably. I mean, if you put Verstappen in the Mercedes, I'd love to see what would happen. You want to yeah. see a great team. I want to see Leclerc, Verstappen, and Hamilton go at it. All, I in, think the all in the same car. I think all Stroll the has the speed to get there. Cars. He just needs that consistency. And it, the question is whether Stroll can develop that consistency. We know he I has he the will. speed. But, I mean, we'll see. And look, he's got I would take, to I'd help take, him. I'd take Leclerc and yeah. Gasly over over Stroll any day. Well, I think you could take Leclerc over Stroll any day, but you don't have him. Ferrari does. (laughs) So nice try. But I don't think you can say Gasly was also a little rough. You know, he got kicked around up and down the ladder a little bit, but Gasly came back and proved his worth. And by the way, remember Gasly and uh, Ocon and uh, what was the driver from Albon? They all raced together growing up up. and Stroll. You know, those guys have all tired to tire. They're all young champions. They've all won multiple races. Nobody got into Formula One. I know money drives it. But if you can't drive the car, you're not going to sit in Formula yeah. One. You know, there's a super license you have to get, and yeah. you have to keep within a certain well, amount Nikita of seconds. Well, Mazepin's in Formula One. Yeah, and guess what? We haven't seen him drive yet. Why don't you let's see what he, you know? He might drive the tires off the car. <laughs> know. You know it's what the fine. deal there Just is? Keep his mouth off my fucking jet. You know what the I deal there is? God. That has nothing to do with money. <laughs> I think that who's, whose team is he with? Um, Haas. Uh, yeah, they're afraid they're going to kill him. <laughs> you know, the Russians had a sit down and said, "My friend." you know let's have some vodka you know so my boy he will be your driver and oh grabbing a little booby he's still your driver right (laughs) by the way let's go into that because i did you guys already talked about that yeah i know well i just think that the whole thing was out i mean i was fighting with people on facebook and people like you should be like what are you gonna do is cut off his hands and send him to siberia the guy's been racing his whole (laughs) life now literally people are like he should never be involved in the gulag you know what i mean you know i mean you know you know it's just insane that this kid did one thing. The girl was a friend of his. The girl admitted they were horsing around. The girl posted the video, not him. And the girl said it was a big, you know, it was just a, you know. So in all fairness, I mean, enough is enough. This isn't, you know. And by the way, I, I was like, the guy's a young driver. You know how much testosterone there is in a race, tra- you know, in, in those settings? I mean, if you don't have any testosterone, 
Not saying that Simona De Silva segue, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm just saying. There's a lo- it, it was ridiculous. I'm with you. I don't I think I, I don't think with you. Stop but I dragging. Listen, if he did something. We elected a president that admittedly, I'm not going to get political, I'm saying, let the 19-year-old kid who's out partying with his girl, who is his friend for life, it's not like he walked up to a stranger and grabbed, they've been friends forever. So what I said I last time, what I, I said last I time was, I agree, but I understand. What I said last time was, I've had a wilder life than you, to me it's a normal thing. I, do I not didn't think, say I haven't Honey, I wild. did not hey, say I'm that. I'm sorry to interrupt. Whoa. I'm not saying, <laughs> go ahead. All right. I agree he should not lose no. his career off this. What I think, though, is the the punishment, the repercussions should not have been behind closed doors. Let me see what's going on. What are you going to do? When Nas- it doesn't matter. It could be anything. He's got to he kneel on pineapples for two NASCAR hours. NASCAR loves to put people into sensitivity training. It doesn't matter. There's nothing wrong with grabbing a girl's boob if it's your friend and you're out drinking and having a good night. It you, wasn't like it, he raped her. The problem. She was okay right. with it. No, I I don't agree. I don't Honey, think do she, not listen I to don't this think, tape. <laughs> yeah, I don't know All if right. I agree with that. No, I don't think she posted it. I don't think she was okay with it. I can totally see he that she was forced she, into backing that story so yes. that he didn't get into that more too, trouble. I believe that I'm told. <laughs> I also think OJ killed his wife, but we don't. at this point, he's innocent. <laughs> Yo, you, this video is so demonetized, it's not even funny. <laughs> Hey, who brought the new guy in? (laughs) I'm just, hey, you're You're, fine. Listen, I will never have somebody come on this show and not be able to express what they believe. I'm perfectly okay with you expressing your opinion. I don't think the guy should have lost his career. I think it was definitely the wrong thing to do. But, you know, and he's, in my day, that would have, listen, never been I made that point on our show. In your day, there's no social media. True. Let me tell you what my mechanics used to do. If a girl wanted to come over and see the car... They would take the nose off the car and ask, and then to get her to sit in the car, like with a dress, so that they could, you know. I mean, you know, I mean, it's like, you know. It's, it, I understand. I'm not, I made I made that point when we went over this previously. I said that you know, back in the day, it was a different time. Nowadays, with social media, and you have the Me Too movement, the Me Too which I thought well, was all about me and you too. And then you I the, didn't realize <laughs> I didn't realize there was more to it. I'm an old guy. What did I know? Great, it's all about me. And then you guys also. I did not know that this was more involved. But you got Formula One on this whole unity yeah, thing. It doesn't doesn't fit and, the and, narrative. And I agree. With, let me tell you something. That is a big thing, and I think that was one of the things that Hamilton is negotiating for deep down inside because he they want to be, you know. You want your heroes to be clean and, and, and you know, be decent. You right. know, I, I know as raising, you know, four kids, you know, I don't, I can't expect an athlete to be my kid's hero. My kid's hero should be, you know, better than that. But still, when your kid's playing ball, it's only natural. My daughter looked up at, at Jenny Finch and all the great pitchers and, mm-hmm. and, the, yeah. and, and, uh, and my son wanted, you know, I remember him at 10 going, Hey dad, when I become a professional baseball player. I'm going to get you a restaurant that you can work in so you can cook for, you know, for my, you know, because all the sports athletes right. have their restaurants. That's what they emulate. They're online looking at these guys and look. When I was growing up, you had baseball cards with the stats on the back. So they are heroes. Yeah. And, and, and I think you've heard me say this once before, like, like someone like Jeff Conine, who would never, you know, I worked for his charity him and his wife, never be in, in the news for anything but the most perfect, most important of things, which is his charity work. Right. But this is a young kid, you know, and he's give him a chance. I understand. Yeah. So you wrote down stuff about Helmet Marco. Hit me with it, broski. 
Um, so he's been in the news recently. I, I think, he, I don't remember who he did an interview with, but he did a few. Um, basically, he came out and saying that, and when Vettel was thinking about signing for Aston Martin, but after he was fired, before coming to something, um, Helmut Marco came out and said that he was pushing him to advising him to take a year off. So following up on that, he then was saying to the press recently that he did advise him to take a year off and that the reason basically was that Helmut Marko assumed um, Albon would finish out his contract and would be in the car for 2021. And then 2022, it would be open and Red Bull would be looking and Helmut Marko wanted Seb Vettel to be available at that time. So it was too early. He was pushing Seb to be patient, take a year off even, be patient so that you are available if Red Bull wants to come calling. Um that well, Tommy didn't work Burns out said that the way. same thing about McLaren when he when when he was talking to Ron Dennis, Ron Dennis told him, Hey, I don't think you should sign with Theodore Racing. And he was like, Well, I mean I have to sign with somebody. Right, can't take a year off and not do anything. So he signed. Then it would have know. been a huge risk, but right. Well, but then what risk. ended? But then what ended up happening was Albon didn't meet what they felt was and good. I think he, did, he was a good driver. That's a shame, but yeah, I don't think but, so. I so. I think I think, that, I think Perez came available. If, it, if, if Perez, Perez didn't come I think Perez right, had a choice. If, so if Vettel was still available, it would have been Vettel, not Perez. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. They wanted what they wanted in in in. They, they weren't getting an Albon, which they wanted in either a, a Perez or a Vettel. In my mind, was the experience, you know, a guy that knows how to get to the winner's circle, and both those guys have. Right. And Albon, though, showed great talent. He may not have been, uh, uh, they don't need, they needed more maturity. And because Vettel doesn't, I mean, because thanks for stopping by, doesn't have, uh, um, as he has a lot of maturity now, but still not the amount that a Perez or a Vettel would have. For sure. And again, I'm just sad that. Albon's not getting the second chance that Gasly did. Uh, moving on with Helmut Marco, who's been moving his lips a lot. Uh, he was <laughs> sorry. Um, he was talking about the Honda engine, saying that Red Bull um, and Honda have reached a deal for Red Bull to use the Honda engine in 2021, but that again, it's still up to whether there is an engine freeze um, that. If they'll be it's able to make been, their own. But it's just ridiculous amounts of money have been put into this current generation of engine. Um, he does believe that that should stop. But he said for Red Bull to continue, that there has to be an engine freeze. Everything stays the same. Um, 2022 also, on moving on. That, and that the current format, um, the change... The engine reg change, which was scheduled for 2026, needs to be bumped up to 2025. Now, from what I have heard is they're going to be voting on the engine freeze within the next couple of days, if not today. Um, but Helmut Marco is saying, and quote, this is not blackmail. If there is no engine freeze, Red Bull will have to reconsider their status in F1 and what they're going to do because it just costs too much money to continue evolving these current engines. He also believes on that front on engines, he, um, he has heard, this is Helmut Marko speaking, he has heard that Ferrari has made a significant engine leap, and he is expecting them to compete for P3 next year. Wow. Ferrari? Uh, yeah. That's an engine leap? 
It sounds like they're back where they kind of were, and only a little better. But well, that's crazy. That'd be a, that's a hell of an I, engine. I want to say though, something about they go from six to the third. That'd be a huge engine. Leak. Yeah, but they still should be you know competing with the top. Of the, they should be the top of the game along with the you know. You're right. Here's here's something I was going to say about kind of self serving for what he was saying because if Vettel goes to um, Austin Martin and then Red Bull has an opening, if they want to buy Vettel out of their con- out of his contract. It's just going to cost them a freaking fortune. Mm-hmm. So what is he saying? Hey, sit on the sideline. That one, we have to we have to pay you. It costs us less. First <laughs> off, you know you don't have any place to negotiate. What's the best time to negotiate for your job when you already have a job? Right. You know when you're out of work and they go, hey, you know we I know you were making twenty five or thirty million. That was six hundred thousand in access to the hot dog stand. You know I mean I'm just saying it gives him a lot less marketability if right. he's not racing. So it's kind of, to me, it seems like a self-serving comment by Helmut. Makes sense. I don't, again, you're talking about above my pay grade in a bit, but I think I'm pretty, you know, I think I could be dead on. I mean, it's, it's basic, you know, it's not even got anything to do with Formula One. Sure. Yeah. All right. So we are going to transition. We're going to end this one and we will catch you back for part two. We're going to move on with the IndyCar, IMSA, WEC, all that news is coming to you on the next episode. So stay tuned. We appreciate you guys tuning in and we'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace.